Hi, how are you? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I guess we we're just going to keep uh, doing what is that. It, the first one wasn't good enough. I went back. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you fully recovered from your exciting week? Um, no, I guess I'll say no. Uh, <laughs> just because I'm stressed this morning. So I was pet sitting corgis last night. Uh-huh. And then... Um, they were kind of whining throughout the night, so I wasn't sleeping very well. And then I woke up this morning to go drop them off. And then I was like dropping them off. And then I was running back here because we had to record. And then after this, I'm going to a movie. And immediately after that, I'm recording another podcast. And then I can relax. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for fitting us in. Appreciate that. Oh my that. gosh. Honestly, it really <laughs> is such an honor for you. Are you going to see Good Boys with anyone? Yes. Uh, my friend Arielle. She okay. wanted to go see a, a little brunch move. And, um, I sent her Good Boys and Where'd You Go, Bernadette? And she immediately was like, well, one of these I've heard of and want to see, and the other one, I don't understand what this is. I was like, yeah, fair. I'll see Where'd You Go, Bernadette alone. So I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I'm going to see Good Boys today because, like, we saw it at South By. Like, it's cute and it's funny, and it's, like, what you would expect from, mm-hmm. like, a Seth and Evan-produced comedy about middle school mm-hmm. boys. And so I kind of want to give it some box office dollars this weekend. I don't, like, know what this new thing is for me, but, like, I, yeah, I, like, feel this guilt if I don't see, even if I've already seen the movie, I feel a I'm guilt say if I haven't seen it. my influence. It. Yeah. My influence. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember. Because I'm very conscious about not wanting who I want to give my purchase power was to. Was it, like, you know? <laughs> when Booksmart was coming out, you, like, had a plan that you were going to, like, buy a ticket for Booksmart and then sneak into Aladdin or something? Yeah, was that it? was my plan. Yeah. Uh, it was shady. Yeah. Here, here um, I don't think that ended up I don't think that ended up happening I can't remember how that went down actually but mm. I mean honestly sounds like me some nonsense well, Aladdin made plenty of money yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I thought it was so I probably should have given it my money but it did fine yeah well um the one thing that I wanted to ask you about because we talked about it a little bit was you saw the Jonas Brothers in concert <gasps> This yes. week—that's what I thought oh my that you might still be like reeling from. We were gonna, we were gonna get there. Um, <laughs> this has been just a really weird week. I can't—I forgot the Jonas Brothers. Well, it kind of seems like a lifetime ago, and it also seems like I just left. You know, I'm just like still high from. Well, it. that's like with the um, Miley and Liam sweat, split. I'm like, did, when was oh this announced? Gosh. And it was literally announced a week ago. And I'm like, there's already been a song released on it. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Well. The Jonas Brothers, it was... Everything I mean, you wanted was, and more. It was an amazing experience. They were really great performers. <laughs> Before it even started, it's... So, like, the whole place is just packed to the gills with, like, women 20 to 30. You know? like yeah. <laughs> It's, like, the full demo. And then they're all, like, there's so many people buying merch. We didn't talk about this. No. But there was, like, the merch lines were unreal. And they had, like, retro merch. There was a lime green <gasps> tie-dye t-shirt that had pictures of them from, like, the early 2000s. Oh, my or, like, God. I wonder if I can 2000s. buy it online. Because I'm not seeing and them it says, And it says, like, crushing on the Jonas Brothers in, like, bubble letters. Oh, my God. It sounds incredible. <laughs> and then there's, like, a... a hoodie that's like a blue tie-dye hoodie that says burn it up and has like the old logo you know the crest yeah oh god I hate that crest I think that's actually (laughs) possibly one of the worst band logos in history but it's funny so bad so funny yeah um one of my friends sent me a picture of the Jonas Brothers from Raleigh, like from PNC Arena's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he was like, normally I'm more of a Nick fan, but like, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling Joe. I'm like, Joe's hot. Like, Joe's the this hottest. This is not like a I'll hot say. take. Okay. Like, I everyone... did say afterward, <laughs> I wish that Joe had a little more scruff because I like him a little scruffy or, or, I mean, if I had my way, stash. Oh. But, you know, we can't always get what we want. Yeah. But um, the biggest, I mean, you knew it was like an event because the lights are still on. Like everything's still being set up. And Sophie Turner walks in mm-hmm. like downstairs, like into like, but like there are people with her. Yeah. And it's like the whole place exploded. I'm like, this is like, everyone's cheering for her. <laughs> I mean, she's like arguably more of a celebrity. <laughs> Inarguably, she's more of a celebrity. But I, don't know I was still like. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's I mean, exciting. She, I kind of You love don't that. love Game of Thrones, but she was like, you know, in the biggest show for like, you know, what eight was years or what whatever. was the box office revenue for um Dark Phoenix? Oh, nothing. <laughs> so, Absolutely nothing. So I'm gonna go back and say, I don't know if she's a bigger celebrity than Joe Jonas. I would say maybe they're the same. And then as mm, a couple, I think she's they have a bigger a celebrity. celebrity. I don't power. I don't think she's like a movie star, but I think she's a bigger celebrity. I'll say. I guess her Instagram. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's really funny on Instagram too. I do love. Let's her, see like, who has more followers. And that's the T. Uh, and that's the T. I bet maybe she does. If yeah, we're going based but, off of Instagram influence, then probably more for Sophie. She's just so pretty. She's so cool. I. She's really cool. I like. I love them so much as a couple. I guess they're my new Miley and Liam. Yeah, I, I love them as a couple too. They're so cool, very attractive. Um, we went with my friends Christina, Kat, and Kat's fiance Jimmy, and Jimmy was like just geeking out. I mean, he didn't know I almost any of the that. songs, but he was just so excited to be there. I had no idea he was there, and then when I saw Kat's stories and I saw Jimmy there, and he was just like having the time of his life. I was elated. He just kept being. He kept being like, "Wow!" So <laughs> as a unit, they're so good looking. And anytime they would like, all three of them would walk forward. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just get so excited. I was gonna Jimmy would get excited. This has happened to me. Well, actually, specifically when I saw Nick Jonas in concert. And I'm curious Mm -hmm. if if it happened to you. So I saw him at the Tabernacle in um, Atlanta. Atlanta. So it's a bit of a Mm -hmm. smaller venue. It's not like super tiny, but it's not very big. Anyway, Mm -hmm. we, me and my friend Gwen were there. And there are a bunch of other girls, a lot younger than us. Like, a lot of girls younger than us, not a lot of years younger than us. Um, and then, like, everyone was, like, kind of really freaking out. And me and Gwen were just scoffing, like, oh, my God, like, chill out. It's just Nick Jonas. And then the lights came off. And then Nick Jonas came on stage. And he was wearing a plaid shirt and a leather jacket and aviator sunglasses. And I just turned to her and started shrieking. <laughs> Just immediately lost your cool. Yes, every time they like left stage and came back out. Like I was like pretending like everyone was screaming and we were like goofing about like, oh my God, it's so loud. Like everyone's screaming. Yeah. And then the second they like enter in like three different suits, we all started screaming. I mean, that's happened like, to me. There's like, something undeniable about it. But also, like, it's fun to be one of the screaming people. It's not fun yeah. to pretend you're above it all. Yeah, like, no. I'm not. Obviously, Obviously, I'm not. Obviously, you're not. You paid to go see the Jonas Brothers in the <laughs> I concert. paid to see the Jonas Brothers. I'm not seeing them until December. So can you tell me what song they opened with? I Okay. Great question. It's from the new album. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, okay. Was it cool? But I feel like I saw it was cool. It wasn't cool. It was cool. They definitely the played cool. I think cool was second. Yeah. Okay. Um, Could you imagine if they opened with like burning up? I um, think like the floor would have like oh, okay. caved in. <laughs> oh, okay. I lied. It opens with roller coaster, okay. which is the one that plays in the. That's I knew I knew it was the one that plays in the documentary, but I didn't remember what it was called. Yeah. And then. SOS and the second SOS started playing it was like something clicked in me that was like I'm like getting giddy thinking of this it's like I feel so bad that you have to wait until December because it was the best I had tickets to see them in like September or October and in San Antonio and then they added on dates and I was like man it's fine I can wait and now I'm like I should just should have kept them um had you seen the Jonas Brothers before I had never seen the Jones. Yeah, Brothers. I've never seen the. And it was Jonas my sister's Brothers. first concert, so she was also there elsewhere. Yeah, but um, I mean, it was really good. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen the Jones Brothers. I've seen Nick solo, and then I've seen DNCE at like okay. South by, but right. So I'm not no, gonna spoil any more of the set list. But no, Kevin. Unless you want no, me I've to. never <laughs> seen Kevin in person. So, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's probably for the best, or probably okay. Maybe not for the best, yeah. but I'm just the last thing I'm gonna say is there is an outfit change mid show, and Joe comes out in like black jeans, a black t shirt, and a white leather jacket, and then later he sheds the leather jacket and it's like a Balmain t shirt, like it has little yeah. sleeve caps, and I was just like, my God, 
Well, even Jimmy was like, my God. Jimmy was losing his damn mind. And then afterward, Jimmy bought a t-shirt with Sophie Turner from the Sucker music video. And then I saw them again yesterday. And Jimmy was like, I mean, I know it's like kind of a goof, but I bought it as a going out t-shirt. So I'm going to try to keep it nice. Oh, my God. I love it. There's a few things I love more than like grown straight males freaking the fuck out at a pop concert because like I just saw (laughs) Carly Rae Jepsen uh, a couple weeks ago and like one of the people that we met up with he was losing his mind he knew every word to every song he was jumping up and down in between like vaping from his pen he was just like (laughs) having a great time and he had like just gone to see Robin at Madison Square Garden so I'm like oh he's like really locked into this pop music thing but, like, it was just so fun. Like, I, I think I enjoyed, like, looking for, like, straight white men or straight, not straight, well, it was mostly white yeah. men, but straight <laughs> men having a great time than watching Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. Wow. Any other, any other highlights? Any other news you want to? We've already briefly said Miley and Liam are no more. Have you listened to the new song yet? No, I still. What haven't. is wrong with you? Why must I'm, you? I've had a me? big week. I've had a big week too, and I've listened to it on repeat. You drove <laughs> you in know, the I'm car also not earlier. You. <laughs> you drove in the car somewhere earlier. When you drive to go see Good Boys, you better play that and not like blank check. I'm listening to the new blank check. No, <laughs> <laughs> they come out on Sundays. I don't care. You have plenty of time. You can Lu- give three Lu- and a half Lu- Wang minutes. is the guest. Acclaimed director of The Farewell. It's a pretty big get. That's pretty good. Um, (laughs) No, you need to listen to it, please. I feel like there was like one other piece of little pop culture news I wanted to bring up, but now I can't. Oh, my God. All of the trailers that came out this week. It's a lot of trailers. Oh, my gosh. We haven't talked about Little Women. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Also, we didn't record like last week. So really, there's like almost two weeks of news. Yeah. Well, so the first trailer that came out was um, Parasite. Was that one of the or there was one before that? It was another can one. I forget what it was, but Parasite. Parasite. Excited for. Loved it. At portrait of a, a portrait of a lady on fire that came out. I watched oh, I that trailer. I didn't see that trailer, but I saw the movie. Mm. Um, yeah, but Little Women, which is a movie Little that Women. you are highly anticipating. Same I with am our friend Annabelle. <laughs> to the and we've been towing a line because Noriega famously will get turned off of things if the hype is too high. Exactly. Which I don't understand why I must be punished. Uh, um. You can talk to your other you have other friends besides me. You can talk but like, about. I shouldn't have to. All right. Well, I've really I think what it was was the music drew me in to little the Little Women trailer. I was like the first time I watched it, we were like pinging each other, so like I wasn't paying too much attention to it. But I was like, ooh, I really like this music. So I crowdsourced some answers and found out who the music, like what the songs are, made a playlist for September that's on there with the new Cautious Clay, with the new Miley Cyrus. So like get ready for my September playlist, everyone. But so I've been listening to the songs from the Little Women trailer. So that's made me want to watch the Little Women trailer more. And now I'm at the point where I saw the trailer before Where'd You Go Bernadette and I fully started crying. So, <laughs> so, so, so that's where I'm at. Um, so you guys, I, I think it'd be best if you still kept your conversations to yourself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know I'll be like initiating it sometime. Well, the thing is, it's like you're going to see what we like on Twitter, Twitter you know. Right. So like it is what it is. Yeah. Um, But it's. I was talking about it with some friends last night and they also never read the book and we have a book club now and one of my friends was like maybe we should read it for book club but isn't it pretty big and I was like yeah I think it's like 700 pages but I also think it's like a children's book right isn't it like a middle I mean when did you read it middle school um, probably middle school yeah so I but I mean like- as much as it's like a children's book it's also like written in like it's like old it's like an old book yeah so it's like it's not like a super easy read because it's like it's not like sarah dessen no (laughs) i love no it's not like sarah dessen 
I have, this is funny, I have my copy right here. I have a visual aid. Oh, okay. You can tell that I read it in middle school because look at that. I, t I wrote my name in the front. Is it just say S spell? Looks cool. <laughs> oh, fun. Was it signed? Is there like something on the. Yes, oh. Christmas 2003. Look at that. Oh. I was 10. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, I downloaded the audiobook, so maybe I'll start listening to it today. I like wish I had a copy of the book, but I'm too. Mine has little illustrations oh. in it. Oh, so that's why it's 700 pages. <laughs> there aren't that many illustrations. <laughs> <laughs> There's not 700 pages worth. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, anyway, it's uh, directed by Greta Gerwig. They filmed it last mm -hmm. winter in Boston. So I remember when they were filming. I, that's it. my like, favorite I remember thing. seeing pictures. Yeah, we were like, ooh, pictures. I remember like telling my friend who lives in Boston, like, they're filming Little Women right now. They're filming it right there, and she was just like, okay. <laughs> Like, I was like, what? go, go try to find them. Go try to find the little women. Um, but it's Saoirse Ronan. It's Timothy Chalamet. It's um, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. And Emma Watson. Uh, yeah. Um, Eliza Scanlon. Meryl Streep. Laura Dern. And Renata Klein. Yeah, <laughs> Laura Dern. And it's already, I mean, besides the fact that the trailer came out and everyone's pretty excited, though I have seen split reactions where people don't like the music. And I'm like, God damn it, mm. let me enjoy some things, okay? <laughs> let me have this. Let me just have this. Um but people are also using that Meryl Streep quote a lot where she tells yeah. Saoirse Ronan's character that she needs to get married or whatever. And Saoirse Ronan's character is like, well, we are not married. And she's like, yeah, that's because I'm rich. And I'm like, she has a Renata <laughs> Klein energy that I appreciate. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm most excited for the Saoirse Timmy stuff. Which yeah, that's when I start crying. I'm ready to cry. Like, <laughs> you haven't even read the book yet. Like, I haven't even read I'm the book. I have a vague memory of the Friends episode, though. So that's in the way yeah. I'm pushing that way back. I'm Maybe so annoyed it. at Friends Maybe 20 I'll just, years later. Yeah, for real. It's been off the air for so long. <laughs> Maybe I'll just say fuck it and go to the store and buy a copy of the book today. I'm honestly, it's probably one of those Barnes & Noble classics that's like literally five bucks. Like, I Barnes don't think it's going to. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. Well, anything else? No. We can move on to our main discussion. Yeah, which is succession. Succession season two started <laughs> last week. <laughs> I will say it was a bit of an oversight on my planning i thought it started today um mm. but it doesn't and so it doesn't. We it's said, okay that's okay you know we're not perfect and so it's okay we can still do a season one recap in uh to help everyone get prepared for season two in case you haven't started it yet um i feel like succession is one of those shows where like it's critically acclaimed but not a ton of people watch it. And I mean, like, yeah. I didn't start watching it. I start, I watched it in, like, May. And I don't know why. The first season was in, um, I don't know exactly when it, uh, June of last year. So, yeah. I was going to say last summer, I felt like, yeah. but I didn't know. It was probably, like, well, I guess Game of Thrones wasn't on last year. Um, but, no. like, after, like, Veep and all of those finished is probably when Succession mm -hmm. came about classic yeah. 10 episode um hbo shit but yeah. it is uh by jesse armstrong who i think did peep show yeah which i never watched yeah but apparently but it's I the think longest running comedy on channel four so. yes it's british david mitchell's in it yeah. i mean but also like my understanding is he went to like the armando yanucci school of you know <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, for sure um writing assholes <laughs> yeah i mean this show is chock full of some of my favorite of characters and they're also some of the people that if i ever had to interact with i would run away screaming because there's they're absolutely the worst people in the world absolutely <laughs> that being the worst. said what what is that kieran culkin 
Oh, <laughs> I like so. I watched it in May, and then I finally got mm-hmm. you to watch it in like <clears throat> July, and so mm-hmm. and it's like a pretty quick watch. I would say like they're like hour long a- episodes. They're pretty meaty, but also they're not like to me. They're not as meaty as like of the newsroom episode. And so, like, you can... Well, they're not, like, emotionally draining for the most part. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, the last episode is a little more, like, oh, shit, but... Yeah. And then, I mean, there's some stuff, like, in the first episode, every once in a while, like, the stuff that really is, like, oh, boy, is whenever they interact with, like, normal people, you know? And you're, like, oh, my God, they're sociopaths. (laughs) Like, when they're in their own little bubble, you kind of, like, don't care how poorly they treat each other because they're all terrible. And, like, but then when any, ever, any time that, like, a normal human who's, like, not playing the game is casualty, is a casualty. Yeah. It's really hard to watch. Well, and that's bolstered by having Greg, cousin Greg. Yes. Well, Greg's in it more than, I mean, he has ambition. He's just an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't realize what he's getting himself into. But he is trying to get himself into it. What's the woman's name that, like, the high-powered woman that works? Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Like, I feel like she just gets a lot of, like, screen time of her just, like, (laughs) staring. Like, what? Why did you just? I mean, like, so you watched it, and so I, like, you would be texting me about it, and I was finally like, I'm not really doing anything. Like, what episode are I you can on? Watch so I just started, original. like, watching with you. <laughs> and then Steph started watching it last week, and I was like, you know what? I might as well just start watching it again. <laughs> and, like, there's so many good quotes, but I just remember last week there when I was re-watching it, um, at one point, Jeremy Strong's character asked um, Kieran Culkin's character, do you ever wonder what people – think of when we leave the room and without even like batting an eye without any hesitation Kieran Culkin goes I know what they think of they think (laughs) wow who is that young Han Solo and how do I get his dick in my ass and like Jerry's in the room and I'm just like oh my god this was like after he was like you know I think to better concentrate concentrate we should all take off our clothes that's the that episode the shirts off scene is absolutely perfection because then they're talking about best ways to save money and Jerry's like well like the easiest way is just to you know I mean like layoffs and he goes yum yum blood (laughs) (laughs) shirts off shit okay so I guess we need to describe the actual show so it's a fictional family called the Roy's and it's uh, a the the dad owns a media um, conglomerate. conglomerate. It's like this big media <laughs> empire. And so the first episode starts where they think that the dad, because he's gotten a little older, is going to step down from the company. And the dad's like, haha, no, I'm not. And all the siblings are like, what the fuck? And then the dad has like a, a heart attack or some sort of like cardiac episode. And so it's mm-hmm. like, well, he's not even like maybe fit to run the company. So who's who can step up? Who can take control? Um, and so like I guess like when it first started, I thought it was going to be more of like the siblings fighting with each other, but it's mm-hmm. more like they're just fighting with like all of the all of the powers around them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know. It's one of the things where the dad definitely has to turn all the siblings against each other for him to keep the power. Right. So that aspect of it, like, but every once in a while you'll see some of them start to kind of team up and you're like, like, if you guys all got your shit together and we're all on the same side, then you guys could easily take the dad down. But he's pitting you against each other. You guys have your own egos. Like, I mean, also like. I don't know. It's complicated. But. So, so Brian Cox plays Logan Roy. So he's the head of the yes. family. He is terrifying. I like yes. in the in the um, second season premiere when he's like asking everyone for their opinions and Kieran Culkin goes, he like makes a comment like, well, I'm afraid of you, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, and, he, and then, then he like, like whimpers. Honest he's like, to God. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, when he whimpers, he, and I watched it, I watched TV with some. I took a video of that part and sent yeah. it to you. Because he also just like makes his like really like cutesy little face too. <laughs> He's incredible. Um, if he does not get an Emmy nomination next year, I am going to revolt. <laughs> to riot. I will Kieran riot. Culkin, absolutely. I every, every time it's been like three times now where someone's started watching Succession and been like, Who's your favorite character? And I've said, you know. Roman, yeah, he's Kieran Culkin is the funniest, and they're like, "How could you like him?" I'm like, "I don't like any of them. They're all psychopaths." I've had people but say Roman's that too. the funniest. I've had people say <laughs> like, that too. They're like, "He's the worst of all yeah. of them," and I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, like character traits, like sure, like he's not like the he's obviously not the best option, but also yeah. he's the best." Um, when he's, we were talking about Jerry earlier, and like. I remember, like, it's, like, in the first episode or two where he goes, Jerry, I've always thought of you, and I mean this in the best possible way, as a stone-cold killer bitch. (laughs) And I was just immediately like, yeah, I'm in. This show's great. All right, fine. The writing on this show is so good. It's so funny. But, like, oh, God, it's so great. It's very, like, Shakespearean. And, like, it works. Brian Cox is, like, famously used to be King Lear or something, you know? So he's definitely you know, experienced of being like a psychopath patriarch, but yeah. it's just really good. Yeah. Like it's just so good. really well done. Very so interesting. It's Brian Cox is Logan Roy. And then the oldest son, which is funny because like Connor should be the one to take God. over. But he, Connor's not a part of the Connor's just like happy living on his ranch with his um with his girlfriend who he used to pay Slash. for. <laughs> sex worker slash sex worker um so that's played by alan ruck who is most probably recognizable from ferris bueller i think i read somewhere yeah. that he's like not that much younger than brian cox i i think that's probably one of the things where he's probably only like 10 years i think younger, he's like seven they... years younger or something like that but they play father and son so it's him and he's just like this very sweet guy who i think just like yeah, he, he doesn't have a lot of ambition. And then we have Jeremy Strong, who plays Kendall, who is in one of my favorite movies of the year. Serenity. Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> Bonkers movie. Um, weird glasses on Jeremy Strong there. Ugh. So Kendall's like the obvious choice as to who will take over. Yes. Seemingly. I think he has. But even when Kendall's like at 100%, like arguably the first couple episodes, like the first half of season one, when he's like being a cutthroat, you know, business bitch, um, like he still has like a little boy face Mm -hmm. in a way. So like I I think he's like so well. He has the most to do in the show. Like you definitely have to like go through a lot of stuff with uh, Jeremy Strong. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because like you can can argue that like – we never see Roman vulnerable. We only see him as like this like comic relief character versus yeah, Jeremy yeah. Strong. It's like he's like really all over the place and like throughout the first season he's like yeah, he's having to He's going through it. He's going through it. I mean, he has previous addiction issues that they established like very early. Like I I didn't quite remember it, but in the, like one of the first episodes, he's talking to his ex-wife or like his separated wife, and she makes a comment about how like they, he left like coke on the kid's iPad, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so then after Kendall, we have who I would oh I guess Roman's next. Okay, um, I thought it was gonna be Shiv, but we have Roman. Mm. Yep, and we've talked a lot. <laughs> who we love, uh, Kieran Culkin. One of the best of the Culkins. I would say the best of the Culkins. I guess I'd say best Culkin, too. He was in Father of the Bride, and that's a family favorite of mine. So, like, F. Yeah, he's in um, Scott Pilgrim. He's in Scott Pilgrim. He used to date Emma Stone for a minute. Yeah, that's that's one of those things. Yeah. (laughs) It's a weird world we live in. Um, Uh, Yeah, best Culkin. Yeah. And then after (laughs) that, we have Sarah Snook, who plays Shiv. Who, mm. if like you had to really come down to it, she's probably Shiv. the Shiv's best character, the best option. Shiv's the best. Like, yeah, I mean, she's still she's still crazy. Like, she still is like being crazy on some things and like being shady and shifty. And she had, also is like, she had a line where she said like something like, "I tried to play with you and then you broke." 
and like she yes. said it like like as a as Roman would say, like a stone cold bitch or whatever the yeah. line was. And I was just like, oh my yeah. god, stone cold killer bitch. Stone cold killer. I tried bitch. to play with you. You broke. I was like, god damn. Yeah, she is great. great. <laughs> um, and then there's her husband. Her, Should oh. we do her husband? Yeah. Her fiance. Sorry. Um, <laughs> he's just Mr. Like, Darcy himself. He's just like <laughs> such a boob. I I hate. I think him. he's incredible. I think he's an incredible character who I hate so much. Well, because he's, he's the one I who tries he, the hardest. I mean, yeah, I guess Kendall I think tries pretty is, hard, but he's the one who has the most. It is crucial. Approved. His name's Tom in the show. Yes, um, correct. It is crucial that there's someone who it's like the whole family is shitting on them, but then he has one person that he shits on. You know, like, it's all, everyone's punching down. And you then know? that's like, our dear cousin Greg. Yeah. And poor cousin Greg. So at the Greg. very bottom of the totem pole, I guess we'll say. But he's still blood. I think he could, you know, you never know how things go, but Yeah, he's I an think idiot. in season two, Greg might pull one over on Tom. I, I would like that. I he's not going to pull one over on any of the real Roys, but... I think he could pull it over on top. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and then, yeah, there's some other characters as well. There's Frank, who was a longtime um, partner or, like, a business partner to Logan Roy or a confidant. Um, there's Jerry, as we've already talked about. There's Stewie, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. was a um, friend of Kendall's, and yep. he has a lot Marcia of money. Marsha is their stepmom. Marsha, the stepmom, which is also kind of an interesting little wrinkle into it um, because she I has I think Marsha's going to end up having a lot more power as well. Yeah. Do you think she's going to get control of the company? I don't know. But I think she's like, so to get into little season two, ep one um, spoilers, but uh, they're trying to figure out whether they should sell or keep the company. Well, we should probably and just... It, do a gloss over on season one. I guess we should. You can go. Do you for want it. to do that? No, you just more recently. <laughs> I've been like cherry okay. picking it. So I mean, a lot of season one is so after the dad gets sick. There's a lot of is he fit to continue running the company because he does live. Mm-hmm. He comes back to the office and has a few kind of mishaps where you know he spills tea. He arguably pees, pees. on the floor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's kind of acting erratic. Kendall makes um, a big play to try to uh, vote a no confidence, which would put him in charge as the kind of next in I mean, line. What a stressful um, episode that was. When he's I like love in that traffic, episode. he's running, and then that you just have like, like Roman just like they, slinking <laughs> under the table, and then Brian Cox yells doing. at him. He's like, Romulus, <laughs> sit up. Yeah, <laughs> well, he they're raising their hands to vote, and Roman goes to vote, and he says, "You better be sniffing your armpit, Rob." <laughs> like, Damn. <laughs> but um, so the it's a failed vote of no confidence. It's and like it was so perfectly orchestrated. Like he did all this work, he talked everyone into it, he did all the work he needed to do, and then there was a traffic jam, and he doesn't make it, mm-hmm. and it all just falls to shit. Um, from there. He, Brian Cox, a.k.a., you know, Dad Roy. What's mm-hmm. his name? Um, Logan. Logan Roy. I got that. Yeah. I missed that. Logan Roy um, fires anyone who voted for no confidence. So Kendall's out. Frank's out. A few more people are out. Um, and Kendall then kind of goes on a bender where he, you know, kind of falls back into some old ways and just has a total uh, emotional I breakdown. I think he maybe does more than falls back into old ways. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, what's he like trying to buy meth? Is that yeah, I think like coke to meth is a pretty big jump. Yeah, that's a pretty big jump. And I, at one point, doesn't he say like I'm interested in becoming a meth addict? Yeah, <laughs> he says like I can't remember the exact quote, but something like that. He so he you know fully spirals out, um, and then kind of comes up with an idea to team up with um, his dad's rivals to buy the company and basically force him out. So this is his second big play, but all this is happening at the same time that Shiv's wedding is going on. So everyone goes off to the wedding. Um, there are a few other complications at the wedding. Uh, Roman is working on a, like rocket launch that goes sideways. 
But the big thing that happens at the wedding is uh, Kendall gets in a car accident with a you know, young man who ends up dying. And he comes back and he has to go to his dad for help to kind of cover it up. Yeah. And at the end of season one... The dad is like, okay, I'll cover, I'll help you with this, but you're you're back in the family, and if you think you're turning against me, you've lost your damn mind. Yeah. So we're going into season two. Kendall is like an impotent little baby. He's fucking up all his street cred on television. He's like that doesn't have much of control him <laughs> on air. on TV. Oh my god, so it's stressful. so good. Oh my god, I could not watch. It's so good. It's so well done because he really does look like like a hostage victim. Just being like, yes, everything is fine. Like, he's, like, shaking. It's very well acted. And he is saying all the right things, but, like, no one has ever looked less reliable. Yeah, no, he he looks ill. Like, it's very well done. Yes. But so then season two, episode one kicks off, and – um, they the rivals are still looking to buy the company. It's called like a bear hug, where basically they're making such a good offer that it would be irresponsible to the stakeholders for him to turn it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is like the what started this whole thing is Marsha really like had a lot of power because he asks Marsha whether he thinks he should sell, and she's like, "You're an old man. You're getting tired. Like maybe it's time you sell." And I'm like, "She knows what she's doing. Like he's not gonna take that lying down. He doesn't think he's an old man. He doesn't think he's done. Like he's like." But anyway. This one is very, I don't know, like all through season one, you know that he's like a manipulative bitch, uh, but <laughs> Logan's a real, like pulling all the kids individually into the rooms to pit them against each other. Like this is a real master stroke on that level. Yeah, so. it's like you don't, even after, so at the end of the first episode, he kind of like picks who he thinks should be his successor, but like even then like you text me and you're like oh no I'm worried that person it's not going to end well for them and it's like you're like this is the first episode of the season so like we have (laughs) so much room for like things like just even (laughs) listening to you describe the first season all of the stuff that went down it's like we don't know how this is going to be for that person and they agreed to like keep it a bit of a secret which like leaves a lot of room for fuck-ups Yes, and the whole thing in season one, the reason that everything kind of kicked off is that Kendall had been the heir apparent for years. Mm-hmm. Like, he put in all this time. He had, all, he had like, a good reputation at the company. Like, and then, basically, Logan was like, well, I'm, I decided not to retire. And well, then he has, you know, the full Logan also, like, thing. makes a lot of uh, disparaging comments about Kendall. He, at one yes. point, he was like, well, you went to the loony bin. And he was like, I went to rehab. Yeah. <laughs> It's honestly... They're terrible people, and it's like... (laughs) I watch this show, and I'm like, these kids must have gone to, like, the nicest prep schools in the country. How on earth are they, like, have no manners, and they're such assholes? And then it's like, oh, well, look at the father. And then even the mom was a bit... uh, The mom's insane. I love when the mom shows up, because you are kind of, like... For I mean, the mom doesn't show up till I think, the last episode. I think, till the wedding. Yeah. Maybe the second episode. Yeah, and the whole season you're like, okay, well, I understand that they're just broken people because the dad has just been, like, clearly manipulating them the whole li- their whole lives. Um, and even, like, in the intro, like, it shows, like, flashback, Ugh. basically, of, like, the young kids. And, like, you can just see, like, <laughs> how <laughs> miserable that life would be. But they all just have, like, total skewed sense of what's important. And then I, like, a lot of the time I was like, but they did, like – Three of them have the same mom. Like, they did grow up with a semi-stable motherly presence in theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she shows up and she's, like, also just a complete wild card. And you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that makes sense. I think it's but worth. I'd like to see more from her. <laughs> I think it's worth pointing out that the theme song is a fucking banger. Oh, my God. I was listening Nicholas to it on Bertel repeat. Nicholas come through. Come through. Like, I was listening to it on repeat at the gym the other day. I was like, it's, oh yeah. If that if I was at a bar and that song came on, whoo, it'd be the best. I would be so excited. I'd be dancing all around. And everyone would be like, what the hell is going on? And then they'd be like, oh wait, this is a banger. 
Um, I mean, we've talked about how I thought, I think we both thought that Nicholas Patel should have won the Oscar last year for If Beale Street Could Talk, but let's be real. He should win the Oscar this year for The Succession. <laughs> He's not nominated, won't ever be. But He's not, is not applicable, but I know in my heart of hearts. If you could give him an Oscar for anything, it'd be for Succession. Um, yes. Did you know, I just saw this, I don't know if like about 10 minutes ago when I saw this, you saw my eyes getting really wide, but... Mm. there's going to be a recurring star on season two. Do you know who it is? It's someone you really um, like. Holly Hunter, right? It's Holly Hunter. Yes! So I know they're bringing in like a, a rival um, rich family. And so I think the Roys are supposed to be like basically like the Murdochs. So they're supposed to be like the conservative side. And apparently we're getting like a rich, like, you know, oh, that Clinton seems, family. That seems, I'm that seems right for Holly Hunter. Um, Though I've seen on IMDb trivia, there's a trivia fact that says, like, the show is based off the Murdochs. And then there's another one that says, like, Jesse Armstrong adamantly says that this show is not based off the Murdochs. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm I sure mean, it's a lot he's of gonna like. going to get murdered. If yeah, is. I'm sure it's a lot of like, you know, legal, like him trying to cover his tracks and whatnot but mm-hmm. so he has to publicly say that it's not based but i just think it's funny i'm like imdb do your goddamn job just like take out <laughs> the one where it says that it's based off the murdochs because him saying it's not based off of it is enough to make people go look up the murdochs anyway um, yeah it is very though i mean i think it's inspired i mean i don't i doubt anyone's this intimate with what's actually going on in you know families like this but yeah you know yeah, it's Beach. just like it seems not a like a step. nightmare. Um, I love it. I think it's an incredible show. I think it's so re- well written. I think it's so well acted. Like, you can, I mean, obviously, we've only seen one season. And even like, I think it's just kind of incredible that like one season takes you on so many twists and turns, but like it still feels like it was like purposeful and it, it's coming, it comes together. And like, yeah, I feel like every bit of information that we're getting from it is going to come around and we are gonna find some resolution to it so Mm. well that's I mean I I really like that like as much as I like shows like Westworld like you watch a season of Westworld and it's not like a unified thing you know Mm -hmm. like it doesn't like come to a conclusive end and I feel like season one like it really just set you up like yeah for What's what's on right before this on HBO right now? Is there anything? I don't know. Because I'm just I was just reading Euphoria ended. Euphoria's um, done. No more no more the only, Big the only dicks we get are the assholes on this show. Um <laughs> they start they started that show The Righteous Gemstones, maybe. Oh, that it's comes that. tonight. Yeah. Oh tonight. Yeah, that starts tonight. I've actually heard it's pretty good. But I'm intrigued, but I'm not going to watch it until other people watch it and tell me well, to watch I'll it. I'll watch it tonight because <laughs> I like Daniel Friday. Thank I watched you. This is the end on Friday night because, I mean, come on. Um, but, yeah, so this yeah. show, it says that the ratings have been, like, I don't think the ratings were ever very good. Um, I guess media outlets mm-hmm. have said that it, they've been fairly low, borderline middle, minuscule. Um, the premiere episode drew in. 582,000 viewers, which was down from 1.39 million who watched Westworld. Yeah. So. I I mean, Secession is like kind of like, a I feel like a cult hit almost, you know, like. Yeah, but is that I, enough I mean, for like HBO like to keep like, it? I mean, we did get like three or four seasons of Divorce, which I think me I and guess. like one other person <laughs> are the only people who watch that show. I feel like it kind of depends on um, if they get like Emmy like how well the Emmys go, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is kind of hard because HBO is going to be eating its own lunch this year. But maybe mm-hmm. next year with season two, just because. I don't even I, think. Like, did they get nominated for any sort of Emmy? Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. Outsi- they got a few, outstanding but... drama, um, directing for Adam McKay, writing for J- Jesse Armstrong. Yeah. So. So I mean, that'll be going against good. all of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, and like Kieran Culkin was nominated for a Golden Globe last year for a supporting actor. Um, so, yeah, it's like it's getting critical acclaim. Um, but yeah, people aren't necessarily watching it, I guess. I'm just like, I'm hoping that since HBO is kind of like 
you know, they're finishing off a lot of their big shows, like Game of Thrones is over, Veep's over, that, that leaves room for shows like this. And, yeah. And, like, I feel like Danny and McBride never, like, his shows don't last, like, more than, like, three or four seasons. Like, I watched all, yeah. all both of his shows he's out on HBO so yeah I think it's still worth I don't know I mean it seems like everyone on our corner of Twitter watches it and I keep telling people to watch it but yeah <laughs> we'll see and so I looked it up so Succession's at nine before Succession today is The Mule and then afterward is Righteous oh, Gemstones geez. and then last week tonight and then Succession again The Mule well The Mule let me just do you a favor <laughs> and say don't watch that I haven't seen the mule yet. I kind of want to watch. I saw it in theaters. Do you want to watch? I know. Like Eastwood have a threesome. I mean, that's it's not that's not why I want to watch it, <laughs> but like I want to see, I want to see how Clint Eastwood walks himself into having a threesome. You know, like yeah. I I think it would be interesting to be like he wrote this movie, he made this movie, and he was like, here's the thing, the ladies will love me. Can you imagine the con- having the confidence that Clint Eastwood has where he's like, you no, know what? We're going to do this. I'm not just going to even have sex with one person. We're going to do a threesome with a bunch of Is girls. Is it multiple threesomes? In my head, it might have been two. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it was just one, but honestly, Dang. I was so detached from that movie. I went because a friend <laughs> wanted to see it, and I was like, all right. We can, I'll go see the mule with you. Oh, like, God, stop being such a dude. We don't need to go see a Clint Eastwood the movie. Mule. Jesus fucking Christ. Can we go David see David from it? Blank Check really liked the mule, so. Oh, well, he Ooh. also really liked Aquaman. Yeah, he, I, not as much as the mule, though, I don't think. Well, this is why he's your Blank Check love and not mine. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, any other notes on Succession besides an Emmy nomination for Nicholas Braun? No, it's good. I like. It's good. You're happy that I forced you to watch it? Yes. Yeah, well, this is what happens when you listen to the things that I recommend. Okay, relax. That's one. This is absolutely one isolated incident. (laughs) I will not be using this as a future standard. Hmm. Well, the second season right now has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't really know how much that matters. TV on Rotten Tomatoes, I just, like, ignore pretty much. Yeah. It just seems to be random. Yeah, but um, it's, I mean, it's looking pretty good from what we've seen. I'm excited. People are excited for it. We're excited for it. Sunday nights, you're hearing it. I at least have to make it through the Holly Hunter stuff, you know. No, you need to make it through the full season. Otherwise, this podcast Fine. is over. Ugh, I mean, you've threatened it before. This is like, I don't know. This is like my perfect <laughs> show. This is, this is. There's a bunch of assholes. I don't know if it's your perfect show. There's no like Landry in it. But there is manslaughter <laughs> or arguably murder. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's my perfect show. But okay. What do you recommend for the week? Um, I think everyone should read Little Women before the movie came out. I've been thinking about it. I've been like, do you really want to read it? Should some people experience it this way for the first time? I don't know. Should people watch the Winona movie instead? No, I think you should read it. And I'm giving you this assignment months in advance. Yeah, so Little Women comes out Christmas Day, I think. Yes. Yeah, so um, I don't know the exact, I didn't know the exact date because normally my eyes are full of tears by the time they Mm. show the date. Mm. Um, My plan is read the book. And I have it mm-hmm. on audiobook, so maybe I'll start it today. I've been a little apprehensive mm-hmm. to start it because I've, I've been going to the pool. I've been a bit sleepy, and I don't want to fall asleep. You've also been really busy with the Miley song. Very busy with the Miley song. If I'm going <laughs> to put my headphones in. The succession only, theme. Only for Miley, <laughs> only for succession. I might just put the succession theme on my playlist uh, for September. But So my plan is to read the book so I could probably have the book done, or sorry, listen to the book, have the book done by like mid to late September. I don't know how fast Mm -hmm. I can blow through it. And then I'll watch the Winona movie in, like, maybe, like, October. Like, give myself a little bit of a breather. Or maybe it doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter that much. Because sometimes if I, like, I'll finish a book, like, in the movie theater, like, as the lights are going down, that's happened to me before. And then I start the movie. And then it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. they said that, like, the scarf was yellow. And that's more of a mustard. (laughs) That's a little off. 
Um, but I guess the Winona movie is, what, like 25, 30 years old, so any differences yeah. are not that big of a deal. But anyway, yeah. that way it gives me, like, enough buffer room before the Greta Gerwig one, so I'm so not comparing it. So you can view that one it, in, like, a vacuum. Right, I'm not comparing <laughs> it to the previous ones. Right. Maybe I'll watch the Amazing. Maya Hawk one as well. I mean, if you if you have time. My girl. Um, Your girl. My recommend is going to be a classic Megan Spell blind recommend. <laughs> I'm going to say Mindhunter season two. I haven't started it yet because I've been, I got too sleepy last night. Um, the internet is pro though, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, how can excited. it not be pro? We have Jonathan Groff. This is the funniest thing. I love that. I've never seen an episode of Mindhunter and you love it and stand it and like in theory it's one thing that we should have in common because jonathan groff right <laughs> musical theater king yeah i mean yeah i was telling yeah. someone last night i was like the only problem with jonathan groff is that he's best friends with leah michelle and then they said who's that <laughs> i was like what come on <laughs> like, am I I, Do the people standards just, like, not- we have for people it's absolutely unfair because it's like the other day I said something about Nicholas Bertel and someone was like you're an asshole I'm like that's fair but like Leah Michelle everyone knows I was like she's from Glee the main girl from Glee she was on Scream Queen she dated Cory Monty the main girl from Glee she, she, dated, from she Glee. dated Cory Monty when he died and they're like oh yeah Cory Monty but I was like Okay, yeah. How do you know Cory Monteith and don't know Leah Michelle? <laughs> I know. I thought they were like a package deal. I what the hell? Thing. I didn't even fucking watch Glee. Um, her name was like Rachel, right, on the show? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. When you came when you came for South By and you made us watch about like 10 hours of Glee clips. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> we watched a lot of, um, we started watching Darren Chris clips. Oh, and then okay. that just spiraled was, into like glee like moments. <laughs> it was like 30 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I think I'm going to, if I don't see good boys today, well, I'm definitely going to start Mindhunter today, but. Okay. Yeah. So Mindhunter is what I'd recommend. Amazing. Okay. Well, Meg, do you want to do the right. theme song out? See you or? next time. Boom, boom. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Just like picture like some Kennedy looking kids, i.e. like Army Hammer's kids in like a really fuzzy uh camera lens and you got it. It's hard to do the slower part. Yeah, that's okay. You're not Nicholas Vertel. Also, I'm, he I'm has also just a one. I'm also just don't have like a full orchestra at my disposal. Yeah, well, maybe just the one instrument, my voice. Maybe next time. Okay. All right. Bye. So we got Veronica oh. Mars next week. So we do have Veronica Mars warning. next week. So get that finished. Ooh. We're talking about I'm the next done. season. I have like two more episodes with season three. Okay. I can't decide if I'm going to watch the movie and then watch season four. I've already seen the movie, so I might I'd just read the just, recap and then yeah, jump I'd right just into say four. Skip because the movie's okay. bad. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I have like six episodes left. I've been slowing down on the V Mars, so I guess I need to finish that. But no worries, right. I'll, I'll overtake you. Okay. <laughs> Till next time. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.